Welcome to Cathedral of Holiness Missionary Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. I am Bishop Dawn R. Brown, Senior Pastor and Founder. I pray that today's message inspires, uplifts, challenges, and more importantly, helps you to make a decision about your spiritual journey. I hope you enjoy the message. And I 
thank God for her, and that's what I admire about her. Let me tell you, if you want to grow in the Lord, get behind some black-minded people. Get behind some people of a success and see what they did so you can kind of follow the leader. She's following Christ, and so I want to follow her. Glory to God. I'm going to ask you if you can, if elders, ministers, deacons, uh, deaconess, missionary, God bless you, all my father's children. God bless you. Um, I'm going to give you the scripture. If you would meet me in Ephesians 6, verses 18 through 20. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am ambassador in bonds that therein I might speak boldly as I ought. The word of God you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My assignment today was to speak on honoring women. Um, my focus on these passages of scripture lie in the prayer. Even though uh, Paul was in prison and in chains, undiscouraged and undefeated, Paul wrote letters of encouragement to the churches. But in this letter, he said, I, I want you to pray for the saint. He said, but pray, pray for me also. He said, I want to be able to open up my mouth and say what God told me to say with boldness and clarity. I want man to be able to uh, uh, hear and apply what I'm saying. I don't want to get up there with my knees knocking and my voice cracking and scared to say what I got to say. I want to boldly be able to say what God has put in my heart. Since we're talking about women, I'm going to put some names out here of some women I'm sure you know. Eve, companion and of Adam, first woman of creation. Sarah, mother of the Jewish nation. Jacobin, mother of Moses. Miriam, sister of Moses. Rahab, unlikely ancestor to Jesus. Deborah was an influential female uh, judge. Ruth was a virtuous ancestor of Jesus. Hannah, mother of Samuel. Esther, influential Persian queen. Mary, obedient mother of Jesus, Elizabeth, mother of John the Baptist, Martha, anxious sister of Lazarus, mother Mary of Bethany, loving follower of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, unwavering disciple of Jesus, the Canaanite woman, she went to Jesus to intercede for her daughter uh, that was oppressed with a demon. And, and the folks that were there, she got on their nerves so bad. She said, will you get out of here and shut up? <laughs> and she kept coming. When it comes to your kids, you'll do whatever you got to do. Believe me, and you'll stay as long as you got to stay. <laughs> Naomi, we know she, uh, her husband passed and her children, her sons passed. So she was left with her daughter-in-law, Ophrah and Ruth. Then there was Anna, the uh, prophetess, known for her persistence. That Anna persisted in prayer day and night, and God did not overlook her. 
Hagar, handmaiden of Sarah, mother of Ishmael. There was Priscilla and there was Lydia. And I'm sure there are more. Embedded in the very culture of these heroic women of the Bible is discipline of prayer. We know them for the different things that we called out, but these were praying women. So I want to ask you, are you a woman of prayer? It said these women of the Bible, they impacted their world. Are you changing your world? Are you a world changer? Believe it or not, prayer can change things, including the world. If we get together and we pray. Do you ever wonder if God hears your prayers or if he listens to women at all? Throughout scripture, women have played an important role. We see mothers raising God-fearing children who change the world, as well as sisters stepping up into dangerous jobs to help, all the while working alongside female friends and neighbors who share God's love. I'm going to answer that question for you. God hears us. I'm going to tell you, as a mother, I've always said this, and I didn't read this in the Word, nowhere. But can I tell you, I do believe that God has a heart for a praying mother. I believe God has a heart for any repentant for, uh, a person that prays, prays. Don't get me wrong. But I believe it's something that touches God's heart when he hears you on your knees and laboring for your hard head. Disobedient. Act like they don't know what you're talking about. Serving the devil and 
I wasn't the one. I wasn't the one. If you didn't want to hear the truth, I'm going to tell you straight up. I don't do no Greek because I had it in school, but yeah. I don't do Hebrew because I just can't speak English. But I can stand flat footed and tell you what the Word of God said. It's time for us to start acting like the church. Heaven forbid if you slip and make a mistake. Oh my God, they ready to crucify. Crucify What's wrong with going to them and picking them up and love them? The Bible tells us if we see our brother doing wrong or, or erring, go to him in love. Show him where he messed up, but do it in love. And I'll always forever be grateful to Bishop Dawn and Deacon Brown. And they know I'll forever be grateful. Because you, let me tell you something. A lot of times we, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm going off, but I, I got to say this. Because a lot of times we stand in the pulpit and we tell it, folks to get saved, and we do want them to get saved, we do, but we want you to know that when you get saved, you're going to fall. You're not going to always stay on the straight path. Right, right, right. But you get up. You repent. Yeah, right. Father, I'm sorry. And then you turn away from them. Repentance is not just out of your mouth saying I'm sorry. It's turn away from them. Get away from that thing. And there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So as long as you're in Christ, I don't care what man says. Can I tell you, we serve a God that ain't an Indian giver. Oh. If he anointed you to preach, you're going to preach right on. If he anointed you to teach, you're going to teach right on. I don't care how many times you fall, you get up. You know how you do in the natural. You get up. I'm all right. You don't want to buy a seat. I'm okay. You get up. And you let Father know you're sorry. But God, if you try me one more time, I guarantee I'm going to give you the best of me. Getting back to us girls. <laughs> Did you know when a woman prays, she literally fortifies the armor of God around herself, her family, and anyone else she prays for? Fortified. Makes it strong. You, you fortify that armor that's around you and whoever you're covering with prayer. Yeah. And right now in the times we live in, and this is important. This is no time not to pray. This is no time to be playing around with the things of God. And prayer has been given to us by the Father. He allowed us, he had a model prayer where he told us how to pray, told us what to pray. You know, just like I said, prayer is better than money in the bank. You ain't got no money, get on your knees. I guarantee somebody will come to you and put $50 in your hand. I'm talking because I know. Paid my tithes, didn't have a nickel. And this woman walked up to me in church and shook my hand. And she said, at that time I was, I had another title anyway. She said, uh, God told me to give you this. And I just put it in my pocket and went on with service and whatever. When I got home, I opened up a $50 bill just for my tithes was for, for, for that at that particular time. Tell me God won't do what you ask him to do if you trust him. So can I tell you, prayer is not about, oh, Father, I can't take no more. Oh, Lord, if one more thing happens, I'm just going to die. Guess what? He can sit there looking at you like, okay. And see, it's faith that moves God, not our temper tantrums, not our having a fit, not us, oh, Lord, I can't take it no more. God, I trust you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. If you said it, I believe it, and that's it. Guess what? If you said it, that's it. Whether I believe it or not. 
if you want some results, if you want to see some things change, get on your knees. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Did you know there's power in prayer? And when you pray, make it count. Be specific. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Proverbs 18.20. You hear pastor say, uh, when they, the, the person called and she said, I, I'm fine. No, she wasn't telling the tale. She called those things that be not as though they were, I'm fine in Jesus' name. This back going to be all right. I trust God. He made me. Every part of this back he made, he know what's going on. And I believe by faith in the name of Jesus that this back going to be all right. I thank him for my arthritis, strength, time, and all. Bless the Lord. I thank him for the man and the woman that created it. Thank you, Jesus, for giving them knowledge. So whether they acknowledge him or not, God did it. You know, we, we, we run around here, people, we, we, we saying at this time, all these folks coming up here with all these mental issues in church. Because they stood behind the pulpit and made you think you was demon-possessed if you was going through mental. If you had, I mean, depression is a, is a mental disorder. That's right, that's right, that's right. That don't necessarily mean you're going to be over in the corner doing... <laughs> but you can still be depressed and be walking around and talking every day just like ain't nothing wrong. But when you go home and close that door, don't nobody know what you're wrestling with. Right. Don't nobody know what you're dealing with. That's right. That's right. And when we go to the doctor, we trust the great physician. And we ask him to send us to a physician. And then we trust that physician only because we trust the God that sent us to that physician. And if he give us medication, take it so you quit running around here with your head spinning around throwing a green stuff. Act like you know Jesus. If you have an issue, if you know God can take care of it. But be specific when you pray. God, I need you. Let me tell you one thing. I was going through the other day, and all prayers saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Father, please come, Lord, and rest upon your servant. Look, I was going through the other day. I said, Devil, I see you, and you better back up off me. And I'm serious. Sometimes you gotta tell that devil just like you would any intruder trying to get in your house. I guarantee if somebody break in your house and he throw his leg across that uh, window and try to come in, you're gonna say, ah, get out of my house. You're gonna say, bring that other leg in here if you want to, you're gonna go back with peg limb. You got to tell that devil off. I'm serious. You can't keep being on mind and me with that enemy. Paul said boldly. I want to be able to speak boldly. You tell that devil off. You getting out of my house. You getting off of my husband. You getting off of my kids. And leave my bank account alone. In the name of Jesus. Everything I have belongs to my father. He gave it to me. I'm in charge of it. And I'm going to take care of it. You're a liar and a father of lies. And nothing in here belongs to you. We ain't got time to be sitting here with these little teeny bitty prayers. Oh, don't get me wrong. Some people are soft-spoken, and that's all right. I'm not messing with y'all. I'm not messing with y'all. But when I get ticked off, I get slapped. I tell that devil, oh! My baby went through an incident. He said, 
The value of the authority rests on the power that is behind the authority. God himself is the power behind the authority. The devil and his forces are obliged to recognize our authority. And this is an excerpt from a book I read called Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagen. When you pray, pray in faith. Now, what's the sense in asking somebody something if you think you ain't going to get it? What's the sense in filling out all this paperwork, going to get a loan to take care of your house, and you know they're going to tell you nothing? When I go to God, I expect him. I expect him to do what he said. He's a promise keeper. Now, do I expect it because I deserve it? Mm-mm. Do I expect it because I'm supposed to get it? Mm-mm. I did it because God said he loved me. He said, and if you put me first, I'll give you the desires of your heart. So God, I'm believing by faith that when I come to you, you know what I need. You know my situation. You know it even before I asked you. So now I'm going to ask you in faith, and I'm going to sit back, and I'm going to watch. And when you need something, speak your future into existence. Then praise God on credit and wait for it to manifest. That's faith. That's faith. You say it, you praise it, and then you wait. Now, when you go to a, a restaurant, you know what a waiter is. You see they're taking care of their serving. Okay, you serve until he manifests what you ask for. Don't sit there and pat your foot. Okay, Jesus. Okay. I'm still waiting. I don't see nothing happening. You serve while you're waiting. And when you get that thing, tear the church up. Tear the church up. Church no tithes, ain't gonna bless the pastor, ain't gonna do nothing 
in the church, when you know it's things that need to be done, we'll find you over there in Las Vegas somewhere, partying up, look at the news, there you go. <laughs> Ask God for something that you know will help your ministry. Ask God to bless your bishop or your pastor. Ask God to bless the people in church when you look around and God has revealed to you that somebody needs help. Ask God to open the windows of heaven for them and pour them out a blessing that their storehouse won't be able to receive. And then say, I got next. I got next. I'm jealous, I ain't mad, but I got next. Pray in faith without doubt. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of a giving God who gives to everyone liberally, ungrudgingly, without reproach or fault, finding, and it will be given you. Only it must be in faith that you ask, with no wavering, no hesitating, and no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, or doubts is like a building surge out of the sea. Is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything that he asks for from the Lord. For being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolved, when he can't make up his mind, don't know what he's doing, don't know where he's going, he's unstable, unreliable, and uncertain about everything he thinks or decides. James 1, 5 through 8, amplify. Don't fool nobody that's double-minded. One minute they're going to do this, the next minute they're going to do that. They're all over the place. The Bible said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, and he should expect no good thing from the Lord. But the days we're living in now, the times we're living in, we need to be praying. And I'm not telling you nothing that I don't do myself. And can I tell you, I'm not talking about every five minutes you jumping on the floor, bowing your head. That's not what I'm saying. When you at night or whenever you have your prayer time, yeah, you, 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 you reverence God. You get on your knees when you can. But when you can't, you have a prayerful spirit. All day long, be praying. Father, in the name of Jesus. One of my grandkids said one day, I can't remember which one. I think it was Sydney, but I can't remember for sure. She said, why you keep? I said, Lord Jesus, please help me. Father, please help. Why do you keep saying that? I said, because I need him. I need him to help me. Some of us can go through some things, and when you look at them, you don't think, oh, oh everything's good with you. But if you only knew, if you really knew. So when you can't talk to everybody, talk to Jesus. Just like Bishop said, you can try to talk to somebody if you want to. Next thing you know, when you hear it again, ain't no telling where in the world you be and what you was doing. You can't tell everybody everything. And it's a shame that the people in the household of faith is worse than the people in the street. I had a cancer scare uh, this past February. I didn't say anything to my children because I didn't think it was necessary. If, if, if I had to, then I would have. But it wasn't. But when I got done getting the uh, uh, the test done, thank God, he, he, he gave me a Christian. And you know what she said? She said, are you all right? I said, I'm good. I said, because I'm going to pray to my father. I said, he's going to take care of it. She said, I wish a lot of people would go to the throne instead of the phone. 
And I said, oh, that'll preach. <laughs> we do. The first thing, as soon as we have a, a, a problem, and I was going through this, and so and so happened, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And what is wrong with saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, you said I'd be above and not beneath. You said I'd be uh, uh, the lender and not the borrower. You said that, Lord Jesus, that whatever I needed, you would provide for me. Now, you see my situation, I need you to fix it. I ain't trying to tell you what to do or nothing, but if you kind of speed it up, that would really help. But I'll wait till you decide you want to do it. But just help me, please. Because I need you. I can't make it without you. I got some stuff going on that's, that, 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 that's not sitting well with me. And I need your help. Nice little fancy prayers in church is wonderful, but when you get in your prayer closet and you by yourself, you better cry unto the Lord. You better tell him how you feel. You better tell him, I got that hard-headed kid, God, and if you don't turn my love back to him, I'll tell you the truth. I'm sick of them, but they mine, and I love them. Lord, I'm going through in my life. My life seems like I'm in a rut. Every day I'm doing the same thing, I'm doing the same thing. But God, I thank you that you allow me to get up and breathe and move and have my being. And you allow me to get up and do the same thing. When we get done complaining, then thank God. Thank God for whatever you're talking about. God, my husband's a mess, but I thank you, Lord Jesus, that he's here. He provides for me and my children. Oh, Lord, he takes care of me. I'd like to pop him a couple times, but God, I know they ain't spiritual, so I need you to help me and deliver me from that little thought right there. But God, help me to love him like I'm supposed to. Help me to be the help me that I'm supposed to be to my husband. In Jesus' name, I give you glory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quit acting like y'all yeah, yeah, know. We got stuff going on, and we need to pray. This is the time to pray. This is no time to be playing. And just realize, if we could just realize, some of the things you're dealing with, you're not dealing with, with, with people. You're not dealing with the natural. You're dealing with principalities. You're dealing with the enemy. That some kind of way, they didn't allow the enemy to, that it gave him a little foothold, and, and then now he ain't he, he, he riding, he driving. You give him a ride, he's going to drive. All you got to do is give him a little crack. If he get in there, it's finished. That's why women, women, women especially, wives, stay on your face. Because I'm telling you what I've seen happen with my own eyes. The devil is tearing up homes. He's wrecking marriages. He's sending kids. They acting like they ain't got good sense. They disobedient to their parents. They're talking any kind of way. But let me tell you, I tell mine every time they talk crazy, you just put a nail in your coffin. Every time they talk to me disrespectful, you just put a nail in your coffin. You better tell them. Honor your mother and your father that your days on this earth might be long. And in the same respect, parents, don't provoke your children to wrath. Because I guarantee if you got a dog in a cage and you keep poking with a stick, when he get out, he's going to bite you. Love your children back to God. Yeah. Love them back to God. I know it's hard. It's, I know it's hard. But you can love them back. You can love them back. You're making kids so sick they can't do nothing but, they can't do nothing but that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Love them back to God. Yeah. All I'm telling you right now, men and women of God, is we're in a time of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is a time to seek God, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways, get our hearts and minds together, and speaking of which the Bible said, if you regard iniquity, that's one I keep in my forefront when I pray. If you regard iniquity in your heart, he will not heal you. Don't think you can get down there with all tore up from the floor and feeling mad at somebody and ignorant and evil and you sitting there praying to God, your prayer is hitting the ceiling and bouncing off. Have your heart right. Get before God. I worship before I pray. I pray and I cry and I thank God. And then I, uh, I, then I go to him and I cry like a, a baby before they father. I'm going to leave one thing with you and I'm going to take my seat. Arise, women of God. Rise up, O woman of God, and what he has given you. The things God has laid on your heart, rise up, go forth, and do. Unlock what God has placed within, the potential you have inside. The world is waiting for your release to expand your wings and fly. Arise in your God-given gifts, for this is your finest hour. Arise in the Lord's holy might, ignited and empowered. For God is calling you to come forth, to impact this world for him. Don't hold back or limit yourself. Let his power arise within. And take his message to the world, to those that have lost their way. For you can surely make a difference if you hear his voice and obey. You should be strengthened in the Lord as you begin to arise, conquering those doubts that pull you down and believe who you are in Christ. For you surely, for you shall surely be transformed as in you God increases more and becoming a woman of true excellence, bringing honor to your Lord. God bless you. I hope this sermon impacted your life today. So much so that if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus into your life, would you please pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now guess what? If you pray that prayer, you are now saved. But the next step is for you to get to a Bible-believing and Bible-teaching church. If you are interested in becoming a member of our ministry, please contact us at 856-678-6144. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May God's grace be yours in abundance.